Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back, listeners. Our first guest today is a solutions orchestrator by day and a futurist by night. He takes pleasure in dreaming up new ways to disrupt the world with technology by night and builds those very same systems by day to understand and automate the world. He is the CEO of a futuristic, fun, and really thought-provoking technology firm that really changes the way, I like to say, work, live, and play. So please welcome Michael Zuki. He's the CEO of Zumbrella Technology Consulting. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. So, Michael, it's great. It's exciting to be here. Yeah, it's really, it's fun to have you on the show and, you know, to do some things that we're doing here with uh, the the show today. So now let's talk about the state and kind of that relationship between tech, the te- technology industry and the construction industry. And I know you know this well, and we've talked many <laughs> times. So let's talk about it. What's really happening in the industry these days? Uh Besides, uh, we all know that technology is really uh, speeding up and changing everything. Uh, but what's interesting to me is that most of the people in construction are extremely afraid of it. Uh, they view technology as a, as a threat or a replacement uh, to their jobs uh, because of what's going on in robotics and uh, AI work. A lot of them think that the curve, the learning curve, is just too high. And a lot of, a lot of it comes from the lack of training. And it always surprises me, Peggy, you know, that in construction, they spend the least on research and development in technology. So that kind of is like water and oil when you talk about all the new technologies that are coming over from other industries now looking for an opportunity, which is ripe to be picked, and that's construction. And I'm sure you see it every day. So, so let's talk about that. If, if construction spends the least, we know that AI, which is artificial intelligence, and we're talking about robotics, and why are we spending the least on R&D or there's this lack of training, as you mentioned? Because you, you and I both know if we don't invest and train the people using this technology, then technology has the least amount of benefit because if you're not trained on what you're using, you're not getting the most out of that technology. You're getting the least benefit out of it. So why are we not doing it? And and then when you talk about R&D, I mean, that's how you got to because we're in the world of digitiza- digitalization, you know, this transformation that we're seeing that's happening. So we've, we've got a double-edged sword here that's really kind of occurring. It is. Um, and the, I think it's a lack of understanding. Um, if it's And another bit is, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But I don't think that's the case. I mean, but all construction companies... Wait, but it Michael is, is I, broke. <laughs> it is. Yes, I know. You know, from our perspective, and even yours, you, owners can see it too. There's, there's less and less money being made on every project. There's more and more risk. They're having to drive up efficiencies, and it's just, it will not happen on labor alone. There's a big need for any kind of automation that can be delivered via software or hardware. And in in established markets like New York and Chicago and San Francisco, I see the old guard is, hey, you know what, I don't understand this stuff, so we're not going to kind of change. We're going to do what we've always done, keep our head in the sand and just go forward. And I'm seeing a great amount of distress from all the supers and project managers out there saying, I could do this better. I can just start a new company and 
let's talk about robotics. You can't believe how many phone calls I get uh, on a week-by-week basis of, of PMs and SA and supers just saying, hey, are you willing to share with me what you know about robotics and AI and software? How do I build a company so I can destroy the company I work for? And I give talks about this all the time, and that is really what's going to happen. It's either companies are going to change or they're going to die because younger generations coming in and, and they'll use these technologies. I use the line disrupt, be a disruptor or be disrupted, <laughs> and people don't like that, but that's what you're saying right now, right? It is. Uh, it very much is. Uh, and the technology has been proven. It's not that they don't work. It's how do you make it work with the people. And one of my biggest concerns is, and I talk, besides my, my tactic of saying, hey, either you change or die, I'm trying to really educate the industry about how do you retrain your good people to keep them? Because they're going to have to. If you want to keep that labor, if you want to have that company that goes to the next generation, they're going to have to retrain and retool them to use these technologies and understand what data means, what APIs are, what your application programming interfaces. But just understand the lingo and how this works and how to automate things. But, Michael, let's be honest. We have generations that have a wealth of knowledge. I mean, I don't like to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, we have multi-generational construction firms that have a wealth of knowledge. I know we have this younger generation that are coming in that say, I want all the leading cutting-edge technology. That's great. But we've got years of experience that know how to put up buildings and know how to wreck things great. You can't just throw that experience out because experience means a lot on a construction job site. So you need to take that knowledge and meld it and train those guys, have those guys learn to train the younger guys and understand where technology meets experience. How do you use that and bring that together in a construction company? Well, Peggy, you just, you nailed it. That is exactly what has to happen. Uh, And one of the ways that I suggest firms starting to do this is to create a technology committee. And I know it sounds like a boring word, but What it does is just getting a bunch of people together and saying, hey, look, we need the expertise from the older guys because the guys that know BIM that are 35, they only trust the computer. And I can guarantee you a couple people are going to laugh when they get in arguments between the BIM designer and the guy out in the field. And they say, put the wall here. And the guy in the field is like, I can't put the wall here. There's no floor. And you have those kinds of things that go back and forth. So how do you solve that? is you take the older generation, the people that are experienced, and you match them up with young people, the really young ones that know the cutting-edge technologies, and you have a training program over years, and you have people swap and and cross-train each other over years. But that takes a concerted effort. That takes a strategy. That takes forethought. Like you see it, Peggy, it takes having these conversations and saying, look, we need to talk about tech. We need to train our internal staff, and then we need to go towards something. And many firms are just not doing it. And and there's a problem because if we openly and honestly admit it, technology sometimes to older generations and other generations ourselves are saying it's hard to understand. And you say, look, I'm only going to be here for a few more years. How much more do I want to learn? There's got to be this benefit of understanding melding these two multi-generational individuals, 
together, there's some powerful things come because technology can take you to the next level. But there's also the other side of it. You know, there's that side that you invest in technology for all the wrong reasons. You have to know what's the right technology for your company and what your company does. Investing in technology and going down a wrong path can be a deadly one. So you have to know the right balance and you have to have the right committee to look, is that technology the right one for your company? Because Technology, just for technology's sakes, does not make sense. Yep. You've, again, very astute. Uh, the technology is only a tool. Technology or software, for that matter, and everybody in construction tries to solve this problem. Hey, something's broken. Let's buy a new piece of software. And we go down, spend $300,000. It doesn't solve anything. Sometimes it is fixing the process. If you can do something manually first, then we can always replicate it with software or hardware or technology. So, yes, you are correct. I'm a big believer in doing things manually first before we even get the tools involved. And as far as engaging both sides of, of the young and the old, I, that just starts with conversation, just talking. But surprising, surprisingly, it doesn't happen. I would love to see it happen more with construction companies or subs or anybody else. Uh, because if this doesn't happen, regardless of whether they train their people or not, there are companies outside the United States that are already doing this. And I, I firmly see and believe, because I do a lot of work in pegging AEC hackathons, everywhere outside the U.S. is light years ahead of what the U.S. is doing with tech. So, Michael, and it's pretty scary. So let's talk about this. Are there a couple steps that you would advise some construction companies listening right now and say, here's some things I want you to do or think about, you know, we've, we've got about a minute left that you'd say, here's what I want you to think about. If you're listening right now and you want to think about what you need to do to look at technology, what are some things you need to be doing? The thing to be doing is having an internal conversation with stakeholders, the lawyer, the CPA, the owner, a couple of your PMs, maybe even some supers, and just say, hey, what's available today? Can we put on a technology show and have somebody come in and talk once a month just to find out what's going on? Engage your vendors, engage your IT guy, engage your PMs, because they probably know all this stuff. What will start to happen is that conversation will start to give some structure to how do we move forward. And those next couple of steps would be very simply to put a proof of concept in place about an idea that you have come up with. And that proof of concept could be, can we just use tablets in the field? Can we use tracking software? Whatever it may be. And from there, it'll start to build and people will start to ask questions. And what will ultimately come is, how do we use technology to get a competitive advantage on everybody else? Those are the quick steps that you could do. Well, Michael, we're out of time, but quickly, what's your URL so our listeners can go up and learn more about what you're doing? It's uh, www.zbrella, it's spelled Z-B-R-E-L-L-A dot com. Michael, thank you for joining us, and we appreciate it. We hope you'll come back and talk to us soon. Uh, most welcome, and thank you so much, Peggy, for having me. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, listeners, we're out of time for this segment, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. But during the break, I want you to go up to www.conexpoconag.com. Check out all the news we've been putting up there. There's a lot of great stuff. And remember, you know, we appreciate you listening. And, you know, we're being brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. Stick around. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. You've heard me bragging about Progressive Medical Center and how they've helped me feel so much healthier. But one thing, Dr. Agoli, that a lot of people come to you with is just unexplained pain. They just can't get any relief. Why can Progressive Medical Center's Pain Management Center help them? First of all, we have to acknowledge that pain is for real and you've got acute pain and chronic pain. Here's the problem. That acute pain turns to chronic, which is longstanding, and no one's getting to the root cause. There's several key diagnostic components that help us get to the root of what's causing this pain. Is it inflammation? Once we do a thorough evaluation to get the root cause determined if it's structural or if it's a metabolic issue. And this way, we put an individualized program for pain management involving correcting the spine, using certain injections when necessary, and we get our patients out of pain quicker and they stay out of pain because we teach them how to live their life well. Don't let yourself live in pain any longer. Get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today at ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. Progressive Medical, this is your life, live it well. On the internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. Did you know the majority of radio listeners are between the ages of 35 and 54, have a household income of more than $100,000, are classified as executives or professionals, and share the show they listen to? Become part of the Peggy Smedley Show to reach listeners looking for information on connected devices through cost-effective radio commercials or segment sponsorships. Contact us at 630-933-0844 for more information or visit PeggySmedleyShow.com. 